My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years welcome to my second act. We talk about things you talk about with family and friends, conversations about current events, pop culture, headlines of the news, trends, music, and often endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack and Donna Jack, my second act. My name is Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Good day. This is episode 420, according to... Keith Rockdale Bone. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. You sent him his shirts? KRB, yes. Okay. Um, Okay. (laughs) When last we left you, Roscoe was getting ready to have his CCL, ACL surgery. It was successful. Um, He made it through. Thank God. Did we think he wouldn't? Uh, I never thought that he wouldn't, no. No, I didn't either. So it's a lot, people. Uh, I brought him home. He has what I call his hammy jammy, and it's this little cloth thing that goes over. It's actually one of those things where you're like, who invented this? Because they are now a gazillionaire, you know? You right. see a need, you create something kind of like Jack, you fix the problem, and you make a and lot of money. A, no kidding. I was going to say that. You make a lot of money and can retire. Yeah, because what happened was someone had the surgery done on their dog, and they're like, can they wear a T-shirt? Could they wear a pair of boxer shorts? Could I put a sock over that? Because it's the inside of their leg where their stitches are, and you can't have them lick them. So this, and it needs to be protected from like getting wet and that kind of stuff. So it's little, this little hammy jammy, and it goes over his left leg. You can either turn it left or right, and then it goes around his body and snaps. And then you put the cone of shame on them also, so they can't lick. All this is well and fine, unless you have a Houdini dog like we do who somehow in the middle of the night gets himself out of his hammy jammy and takes his cone off. And I'll leave him perfectly fine, like dosed up on his gabapentin and his trazies, and he's just like sleeping like a little baby. He has trazodone? Yes. Okay. And then I come back, he's nude. Cone off, hammy jammy off, up in the air, feet up in the air. Getting a good night's sleep without all that. Yes, but here's the problem. If he licks those stitches or chews them, we have to have it done again. To the tune of another $5,200. I got to tell you a story about that. So there's this guy in front of me when we're, and I'm checking out. And, you know, anytime you go to the vet, I've talked to, to this, talked to a million people about this. You almost just brace yourself because you never get out of the vet for like $70. You know, right? And there's no, there's no like a, a menu board. No, you know, you don't, you don't know what you're going to be out when you're in there. But that is so true. You just go in blind, right? You know, and rarely do you do that. Most places you go, you, you, know, you go get your hair cut. Sometimes you get hair color. Have a that general happens idea. To you. you know what it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, general idea. So this guy's in front of me, and they're like, "Which I'm going to say something about the vet. I always tell these people at the vet, I love our vet, but I'm like, let me pay and get organized." Before you bring my animal out. You know how they're always right, like, right, yes. you walk up to the counter and they're like, Roscoe to go home. You're like, hold up, Helen. Because they bring them out and they're kittens like for rent or for sale or for adoption out in the waiting area. And then some rogue German shepherd comes to the front door and your dog's like, you're just trying to keep them calm and they've wrapped themselves around you with their and you're just trying to get your checkbook or your credit card or whatever the hell you're doing you know your loan papers whatever 
You follow me? I, I follow you. So anyways, he says, um, that they say to him, okay, it'd be $320. He's like, good Lord, what happened? And they said, well, whoever it was, Toodles, had their annual exam. Right, right. They had a senior workup blood panel, cleaned out some ear mites. Anytime you're getting eye or ear solution, you're in for $400. At minimum. Okay. Minimal. So he's like, good Lord. I'm sure his wife dropped that snickles off and then he had to pick it up. So then I get up there and she goes, okay, we're going to have you pay. And then they'll take you back into like the room and explain everything to you and the care. And I mean, that took like 30 minutes. So I'm like, okay. So they're like, that will be $5,245. He goes, what in the hell did you have done? Because I don't want to have that done. We, we've talked about this before. Is there a, is there a, and every dog's different. Every home is different with their financials. And, 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 but is there a high water mark? Is there a point where you have to say, you have to say, you know what? We just can't do it. And maybe it's not life or death, but, but you have to say, you know what? We just can't afford to have that done, you know? Well, I think there are plenty of people, and I've heard about this, who don't get the surgery done and kind of let them hobble around on three legs. And eventually, like two, three months, it will sort of, not really, but repair on its own. So absolutely, I'm not, listen, I'm not, this this came out of an, another fund, a painting fund, or God knows what fund, you know what I mean? And that's why the surgeon who did his surgery left this other practice is because she was having to mark the surgery up and she felt really bad because people were making decisions about animals based on finances. Now, you can't get insurance for your pet. Did you know that? I did, yes. But he's kind of like you or someone else. If you've had a heart attack, I don't mean this bad, then you can't get, you better have had it before. Right, when were I going to have a heart attack? You did. So like life insurance, thank God we had life insurance before because insurance is really crappy. I don't mean this about you. I'm saying insurance will only insure you if your driving record's flawless, your health records are flawless. And, you know, it's crazy the access that they have to your records and everything, which I guess they should have. But, you know, same thing for like animals. Like now they wouldn't insure Roscoe. Because they probably know that the other one's going to pop, right? And we're going to want them to pay for that. Well, because, well, because it, 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 they can, yeah. And you said yeah. that that it's likely that that's going to happen. Mm. I'll redact that. Sorry. I'm going to tell you one thing. It the cost is one whole situation if that happened. Because I asked them, I said, if, if number two pops, do you get a discount? She's like, no. <laughs> But if that happened, he's going to have to get one of those little wheelie chairs to wheel himself around. So you'd say the you know, hell with it? You'd say the two legs down and then their two legs are in the wheel? I've, I've seen those before, absolutely. But but I don't know that Roscoe can handle that. But I don't know that a bank account can handle If he can get his tammy jammy and his cone off, he can wheel himself around. Amen. Amen to that. But little fellow's doing well, you say. He is. It's just exhausting exhausting it's literally like having a baby again and i mean i go away to work you know to pay for surgeries and stuff and he just 
I come back and you come in and he's laying on his little bed and it appears that everything is in a good situation. And then, like I said, I walk around and I'm like, okay, did you pee there? Did you chew up that tennis shoe? Like what? He's like mad, but I didn't do this to him. The deer did. Yes. And yesterday I went outside to walk him and these two kind of little, they weren't baby deer, but they were like, I'd say teenagers. They saw Roscoe and Caddy, they kind of came down the hill. I think they thought he was an injured deer. And they just looked at him and he looked at them. And I thought, let me tell you something, you little asshole. If you take off after these deer and number one, pull me up a hill. But number two, pop up some stitches and mess up your other leg. You're on your own. Right. What do you say to that? He smiled. Yeah. He's a good dog. Damn good dog. DGD. All right. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, the, The numbers are in. The ratings are in. The most watched television event in the history of television. Think about that. Of all the shows in the history since they since they wheeled out the first black and white television. Donna, what was that like back in the day? I don't know. Uh, since they wheeled that first one out, that huge TV about the size of a uh, a bay window. Imagine the shows and specials and award shows and Super Bowls that have, have been seen on television in, in, since they wheeled that first one out. And of all those shows, Sunday Night Super Bowl, the most watched television event in the history of TV, 123.5 million eyes uh, tuned into the Super Bowl. I saw a, a stat, a, a number that I, I found fascinating, and that was that uh, 20% of those that tuned into the Super Bowl said that they're cheering for the Chiefs or said they were cheering for the Chiefs because of Taylor Swift. The Swifty effect was uh, was big and large. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, she just gave an article, um, interview to Time Magazine where she said, I'm just watching the person that I care about play a game. You know, I don't, I'm not here for the Chads or the Dads or the Brads and what they have to say about me and the NFL. I don't control when the cameras are on me. Um, just here supporting someone. And she did support him. She went to 13 games, Cadillac Jack, and he visited her in Argentina. Right. And she flew from Japan. It was such a great game. It was such a boring game. And even the commercials were a little stale. Like, did you have a commercial that you thought was great? Ah, uh, let's see. I really like what DoorDash did. Yes, that was good. Uh, DoorDash, what they, they they gave away, they dashed to your door, winner's door, every single uh, product that had been featured in a Super Bowl commercial Sunday night. I thought it was unique, thought it was different, thought it was a great a great idea, tied in. And, I, and I, listen, I bet the NFL loved it, as did the network, because CBS, because it kept people watching, maybe, you know, because you wanted to know what you were going to have that possibly dash to your door with DoorDash. I thought it was very unique and just clever. It was. Clever what, I, what I thought was so crazy about that commercial is I was texting back and forth with the kids in our family um, group chat, which I love. And I said to, to Will, I can't wait for the David Beckham commercial. And he's like, when's it coming on? And what's so crazy about it is Jennifer Aniston was in it. Victoria, his wife, him. I forget. Oh, Jelly Roll. But I didn't remember who it was for. That it was DoorDash. Well, we talked about it, I think, on radio. No, I know. But the people in the commercial almost overtook the brand. Does that make sense? Right. True. Yes. Yes. Well, and, and, and you lost the messaging. 
uh, you lost the uh, what was the commercial for? Uh, because the, uh, the 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 celebrities in in the commercial took away from that. I loved the Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts. I, part of me was like, is this really happening? Like he busted the door. There's Tom Brady, like on the ones and the twos, and then there's Matt Damon in the commercial with him. I think Gronk was in there. I can't even remember. And J-Lo. Like, that, everybody was like, group. oh, it was, yeah, everybody was like, it was a Ben Affleck commercial. But I mean, it was like, the stars that were in that, I was like, how did they get all these people to agree to do this? Money, that's how. Maybe, but I mean, I think of Matt Damon as like, I kind of think of Ben Affleck as not going downhill, but I mean, more like J-Lo's husband. But like Matt Damon still has like a career. It was just weird. But the commercial was hilarious. He was very funny. You know, they play off his surliness. So it's very, very funny. I'm trying to think what else. They had the little babies back for E-Trade. And How about the lip reading? What lip reading? The lip reading at the end with Taylor and Travis Kelsey. Oh, yes. The lip reading. Yes. So people said that he said to her, come over here, girl, when he came down off the podium and he said what did you think of the game and she said it was electric no he said was it electric and she (laughs) said yes it was unlike anything i've ever seen um and it was it was a very boring game and then the game started when they went into overtime afterwards yeah patrick mahomes he's got a little jaunt in his step what's that mean well he just runs kind of girly have you seen him uh, when he's out there yeah. prancing around on the field? Like he, I don't know. He has a certain kind of run that I really never noticed. And then people brought it up and I'm like, you know, he does have some pep in his step when he's like doing his little run. He runs more like a girl than a boy. Not that there's a way that girls and boys run. I say, Wait maybe there is. I, said, well, I don't know. After the, uh, after the big game, Taylor Swift and uh, her crew went to a club in Vegas and she posted on TikTok the first time she's ever publicly uh, acknowledged Travis Kelsey as her boyfriend on, on any of her social media channels. And it was TikTok and it was a video uh, inside the club. I'm sure they rented it out um, or at least the VIP section. And then so she she is is filming and she goes to Travis Kelsey. He jokingly sticks his tongue out. Uh, then she floats around the club, shows everybody what's going on. And then she suddenly lands on her mother, Andrea, and her father, Scott. And the caption is something along the lines of, uh, you know, they said, take your parents to the club. It'll be fun, they said, or so, you know, something like that. Something, something very clever from Taylor. Uh, Scott, yeah. Her dad's drinking a beer, I think, and, and Andrea is just working his ear. Um, they, they've been divorced for a few years now, and I just thought it was a, a great thing to see the two of them uh, together to, to support not only Taylor Swift, but, but, you know, the boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I think her daddy probably thinks it's cool hanging out with the NFL and everything. And her mom's just her mom, you know. But imagine the fact that they were in this suite with like Ice Spice and just all the people they were hanging out with. It's just like, good heavens. I think it's good. Her brother was there, too. Yes. Blake Lively. Um, Ice Spice. I can't remember who else was in the suite. Uh, Travis's brother, Jason, his mom. Um, it was very much supposedly Travis Kelsey paid for the suite. Because it really wasn't a Chiefs suite. Like Brittany Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes' wife, was in kind of more of the um, Chiefs suite with like the owner and that kind of thing. But this was very much a Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift 
Three Sweet. million dollars, the price tag I've, I've read. Yes, and her best friend was there, who's not famous. I can't remember what her name is. I think Andrea. I guess she's named after the same thing our mom is. Anyway, and then his best friend was there, and both of them are single, and I think they were trying to like ship them and put them together. Usher with the Super Bowl halftime show? Yes, he was amazing. At first, he kind of came out, and he looked like he had on that white shirt and the pants, and you were kind of like, I mean, he just, he looks like he's Usher from 20 years ago. Right. Does not age. And then. When he's 45, when he because that, that, was like, that was a big question a lot of people had is how old is he? Wow. Look at Usher. Yes. How, he's 45 years old. And he got a marriage license because he's dated the same girl for a very long time. And they got married in Vegas after the Super Bowl. Isn't that sweet? But yeah, then he took his shirt off and it was like. Rawr. Now, I saw that show in Vegas and it's very like sexy. Yeah. A lot going on there. But the roller skating. Let's talk about the roller skating. Yes. He was on those skates, and people were like, that's not his first time skating. Well, let me tell you a little inside story. I have a customer that shops with me that owns a Sparkles. Okay. And Usher skates at the Sparkles all the time. Here in Atlanta? Yes. Weekly. During the week when he's in town. So it wasn't just a, a he was rehearsing for the halftime show? Don't know about that, but he's been skating for over a year. And he comes in and he wears a beanie and he's got on these big glasses. And they said, a lot of people don't even know who it is, but he's out there just shaking it. And he's got some rhythm. He's got the good crossover and everything. So I've asked this particular customer. I don't know why I'm talking like low. Because I was, was like wondering the same thing. Are we at a golf tournament? Yeah. yeah. So I've asked him when he skates and he said he's going to text me. It's usually a Tuesday but it's on the south side, so it's going to take me a while to get there. So I might send you over there. Okay. What sparkles? Jonesboro? Maybe. I bet. Yeah. That's where everyone is. And I said, because I've got a good cross that I can do. I'm good on the skates. You know? And I'm thinking, like, they could do a one of those skates where the, like a Sadie Hawkins, where the girls go and get the boys. Okay. And they put on, like, you got it, you got it. And I go over to Usher, and I'm like, you want to skate? Uh, that might, uh, ew, I don't know if he, uh, I would do that, Don. What? Let's, let's man skate by himself. Okay. Well, that anyways. Might, that might be kind of I told him I could have my skates on and be there. Maybe you need something for your kitchen. Maybe you need something for your dining room. Maybe it's uh, the master bedroom, or, or maybe it's uh, soon going to be rocking season. On the front porch, Gallery Furniture Gainesville has you taken care of with a top quality furniture for every room in your house that is priced right. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. AskForTheWolfMan.com. That is the uh, web address, AskForTheWolfMan.com. Uh, Donna, yes, the Donna, not not my Donna here on the podcast, but the Donna from Gallery Furniture, Wolfman's daughter, is still there seven days a week, eight days a week. If there were nine days a week, Donna would be there nine days a week. But it's become a family affair. Maryland really runs the Gainesville-ship. Uh, Maryland is Wolfman's granddaughter. And many of the same faces that you saw two, three decades ago when you walked into Gallery Furniture, you're going to see when you walk in there today at 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Yeah, if this weekend kind of caught you off guard, and you were yet again sitting on a very uncomfortable couch trying to watch this big game and don't have enough room for everybody and people are sitting on the floor and the floor is hard and you're like, golly, another year and I've got this couch that only has room for three people, no good chairs, it's time. Be ready for the next big event, whether it's Easter, whether it's Thanksgiving, which seems really far away, but Gallery Furniture has the best sectionals and they have one right now and I've been telling you all about this and it's this big white cloud boucle 
comfortable couch with these huge cup holders built into it. And it is incredible. Like, I want to go up there and just take a nap on it. You know, it's just so comfortable. That's where Don and I sit and have our conversations, our talking. We talk about everybody. We always sit Not in you. the, uh, well, we always Sometimes. find a good catnapper, recliner. Yeah. And we sit and just gossip about everybody, too. Well, me? Uh, occasionally, yes. Yeah. We, we talk about you a lot. I'm sure. But anyway, um, you can get a catnapper, too. I mean, that's another perfect example. If you're like, I don't have a big room for a sectional, then get a nice couch from her and maybe one catnapper or two catnappers. And that's a thing that they're really great at, especially Marilyn. If you kind of bring a picture of your room, she can help you kind of spec it out to make sure you're going to have enough room before you take your room home. Now, they tried to do that with you with some stuff you got. And you were like, I know what, I've got it. I got the measurements. About a year ago, yes. That's correct, Donna. That didn't go well. My voice right there? Yes. All right. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Make sure you uh, thank Donna for their support of the podcast or her support of the podcast in season one, episode one. Uh, Without uh, the support of Gallery Furniture, listen, it'd be a paywall up. You'd be paying about $18.99 a month. For this, uh, this quality, top quality content and information and uh, podcast, Cadillac Jack, my second act. Askforthewolfman.com on Instagram. The follow is Ask for Wolfman Furniture. Our thanks to Gallery Furniture, also to Awesome Alpharetta. Come play a while, stay a while, find your awesome and awesome Alpharetta Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. Fable Ford, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. And now, Fable Ford Mobile Service, they come to you and service all makes, all models. You don't have to be just, uh, you don't have to be a Fable Ford customer or a Ford customer. Uh, listen, most service is the same, regardless of the, the manufacturer of your vehicle. All right, mobile service from Fable Ford. Also, Brightmore Hospice, brightmorehealthcare.com, and T-Mobile, if you pay more than 50 bucks a month for home internet service, uh, you are just, and they're, they're, you're, somebody's screwing the pooch. All right, T-Mobile.com is where you need to go. 24% of young adults think that marriage is outdated and that the tradition doesn't really matter anymore. 24%. Is that number high or is that number low? That number, Donna, is very, very, very low. Hmm. 40% of young adults think that marriage is, 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 is unnecessary. It doesn't matter. It's outdated. I wonder if it's a reflection of how we've raised these kids. It's always blamed on us. I mean, let's just face it. Any, you know how when they get older and they're, they start talking about like, especially like at Thanksgiving, Christmas, like, well, the reason I'm the way I am is because you guys were like, it's like, oh, Lord, everything we did was a problem. And we did the same thing to our parents, you know? Well, I mean, God forbid, remember at any like um, family thing up in the mountains, sometimes that story would always come up about you being just home alone in the summer. In the and summer, I mean, yeah. your mom would just change, God bless her. She would just change the subject so quickly because it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Here's what happened. My mother was chosen to teach at the North Carolina State Legislator School. A gifted program. Uh, I was a part of it for one summer. Clearly, it was uh, before they started vetting children and looking at the transcripts and things. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I went, and Mother really, really appreciated the program, as did I. But she uh, went and uh, applied to become a, 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 an educator and instructor the next summer. So she was gone for like two months. I was 15 years old. My sister was 17 years old the first year. Second year, I'm 16. My sister is 18, I guess. And when I say unsupervised, I mean unfreaking supervised. There was no one there watching us. Um, but let's and, be really clear, because sure. I know our kids have said, how could Grammy do that? And we've even said that, like, what, what? But she also needed that money. Sure, she did. And it was a two and a half hour drive. She was two and a half hours away at Western Carolina University. Western Carolina University is about uh, 45 minutes west of Asheville, North Carolina, in the mountains, and Cullowhee, North Carolina. That's C-U-L-L-O-W-H-E-E, 
Enjoy the Wii. Um, mother came home unannounced one Saturday night, and I bet there were 200 people in our house. And somebody comes running in the front door, the garage, I went in the front door, come running in the, 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 the garage door. Hi, Julie, Julie. Hi, Jane's home. Everybody called Mama by her first name. Jane's home. Jane's here. Everybody's like, ha, 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 ha. She's two and a half hours away in Colorway. Jane's not here. She's not home. My mama, my mama walked in that front door. Oh, my mind, my, my, I tell you what, there are 200 people. There are people that are doing things that, uh, my mother never seen before her, 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 unsavory. My gosh. It was just, it was sadistic. Is that a word? What is that? Like, hedonism. Yes, it's a word. Like, hedonism, the resort. It was hedonism. Hed- whatever it's called, it was going on. And meanwhile, y'all are 15, 16 years old. What's it's wrong crazy. with you? It's crazy. I do believe that that, uh, that, that, that unnecessary freedom was a opportunity to build some habits that I don't know that I would have ever started had I not been unsupervised for 60 days, two summers in a row. And you're well, right. My mama tried to change. So my mama tried to, well, I'm, I feel pretty should have, could have, would have, I said that I did a, um, but, uh, mama, she, um, you're right. She would change subject every time that was brought up because she did not. Well, I mean, as an adult, she knew we would talk about, she it. knew that that was, uh, not the best idea in the world. My daddy didn't even know they were divorced. My dad didn't even know. And when daddy found out my, oh my goodness, it was, uh, Things changed. Things changed. Well, Daddy, Daddy could have come over and taken care of you, too. Yeah, right? well, he could have. He could have. But my, my, my mama, she walked in. She was actually pretty cool. She said to me, uh, the house was for sale at the time because somebody was turning 18, I guess, and the divorce decree, something, the house, I don't know. But mom looks at me and she says, are they showing the house tomorrow? And I said, no, ma'am, they're not. And she said, okay. And she went back to her bedroom and she couldn't get in. The door was locked. And, and Hugh and, 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 and uh, Natalie Baker were back there. Uh, humping on her ottoman. And then Hugh, Donna, jumps out a set. Mama's, we're on the second floor now. Jumps out a, a window and lands in a, uh, oh my gosh, what is a bush with all the thorns? Not a rose bush, a hypochondriac bush or something. Oh my God. Okay. A, a hibiscus bush. All right. Something with a lot of thorns. He jumped into the bush. He didn't know it was below the window. He jumped into the bush, he, all right. He did not, well, he did, but he did not want to see Jane. He did not want the wrath of Jane. I don't blame him. He came the next because he broke the toilet lid too when he when he when he jumped up on the toilet to to hoist him you know to pivot him not pivot but javelin himself out the window into the hibiscus bush. Uh, he broke his his the, the feet kicked back his shoes and, and broke Mama's toilet seat. He brought one the next day, put it in, installed it, and, and apologized. Well, good for him. I don't know about the ottoman. Mama was not happy about that ottoman. Okay. She knew what was what, going what on. What were on we that talking ottoman. about? When we went to this. Um, what were we talking about? We we're talking about oh marriage. Yes, marriage. Yes, get married, kids, get married. Well, sum it up. Wrap it how up. How do we get through this? How do we get over here? I don't know. We walked. We talked. Here's the bottom line. I said this on the radio. I do. Now, again, I don't think you should just seek out marriage like you have to be married, that that defines you, that that you're only successful if you've been married. You're only successful if you've had children. That's not true. I think if you are in a committed relationship and you're just kind of like, eh, I don't believe in marriage. I think you ought to relook at that. I think there are a lot of things that marriage teaches people, helps people with. And I'm talking about even when it doesn't work out. There is something good about ups and downs, sticking it out. You know, I used to joke with you because of your first marriage that if we had an argument in the first probably six months of our marriage, you were grabbing your microwave. I was gone. Running out the door. You had never seen a relationship modeled either through your parents or in any relationship, I guess, that you have been in, where you, there's resolution. You have an argument. You may not agree, but that's just life. Yeah. It doesn't mean the marriage, the friendship, the relationship is over. Yeah. Yeah. 
there is something good about, you know, ups and downs. But I also think, and I believe this strongly, that you never want to be working for someone, married to someone, anything where the person is just going through the motions. If, if, if your employer doesn't think you're doing a great job, love you, want you to be there, don't be there. If your spouse feels caged in, feels like you're, you know, that, that being married to you or for the two of you to be married is something that has to be done for the kids, for their family, for, for whatever, for, for the fact that they didn't fail at something, not going to work. Right. It's not going to work. Uh, the same survey. That revealed 40% of young adults think that marriage is outdated and the tradition doesn't matter anymore. Another number, 85% of young adults say that you don't need marriage to have a fulfilling and committed relationship. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Also to Steve Mitchell at Ingo Studios in Atlanta. Uh, Steve is a producer of The Morning Show, Cadillac and Donna, 5.30 till 10 a.m. Eastern weekdays, uh, Monday through Friday. On the Bear 925 Atlanta, search for the Bear 925 where you get your apps and download it for free. Uh, thank you to uh, Steve Mitchell, also consults for the podcast and just an all around good guy. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack My Second Act, part of the App and Podcast Network. Da, 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 da. 